Welcome again, falling in love with Jesus, with Sue. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for this evening as we settle in once again. Come in the room, sup with us, give me what to say, and just how you would want it to be said. I decrease, you increase. And we thank you for those that are under the sound of my voice, that they would have an ear to hear. We thank you in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Tonight I will not be before you long. I will give you what he has given me. I will be coming out of the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And I will prophesy this word to you. And um, I pray that it will uh, resonate into your spirit. And that it will lead and guide you into all truth and understanding. We... um, We'll play a few songs of the group commission. Uh, I am here and we will play another song by C.C. Winans and that it wasn't easy. And I just want to um, do as uh, he is leading me to do. I think uh, we are most certainly living in times where um, some um, may have fallen away from the truth. Some may Uh, be a bit confused. Uh, Some may just be tired, Um, especially with uh, all the things that we are seeing in the world. But as we know that the Bible speaks of all these things that that are happening, but we just don't want to uh, lose our focus. We don't want to give up our hope. We know that God is uh, over everything and uh, he sits high and he looks low and he sees all things. And I'm just trusting and believing that in my faith uh, in Jesus Christ that he will uh, continue to uh, help his children. So without further ado, I'm going to uh, put on the song um, Commission. I am here. And then after that, I will give you the word. And uh, we will uh, also do uh, communion. So if you have uh, your communion set, um, cracker, juice, whatever you uh, do your communion, I would like for you to join me as I lead you into it. Uh, Sometimes we don't understand what that communion is all about, but it's um, until the Lord comes. you know, I believe that, you know, uh, without doing communion, I believe this is why some are sick and some most certainly expire. Uh, if we uh, study communion, we see that this is something that the Lord wants us to do uh, as often as you do it. And um, so if you would like to, you know, you can do that with me. And um, if you want to get further into understanding what communion is all about in your time, uh, you can do that. So I'm going to uh, get ready to uh, start this music and we pray you enjoy it. Oh, oh, oh. 
brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, which also you receive, and in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if, and that's the word, if you hold fast, that word which I preach to you, and this is Paul telling them, if you hold fast the word which I preach to you, unless you believe in vain. For he said, I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Now, Paul is giving this to us out of the scriptures, not from what he think, but from the undoctorated, unadulterated scriptures. And he said, and that he was buried. The scripture said he was buried and he rose again. The third day, according, again, he says to the scriptures. And that he was seen by Cephas. Now, ain't that something? Said he was seen. And I don't believe any of us or anyone that have left this earth was ever seen again, unfortunately. But we know there is an empty tomb. He was also seen by the twelve. And after that, he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, and of whom the greater part remain to the present. But some have fallen asleep. After, he, after that, he was seen by James, and then by all the apostles. Then last of all, Paul says he was seen by me also as by one born out of due time. He said, for I am the least of the apostles whom am not worthy to be called an apostle. You see, the Lord makes his word so simple that a child need not err. And when we are uh, in the spirit and we walk in the spirit, then we... Uh, continue to to hear what the Spirit have to say to us. Because Paul says, I persecuted the church. But by grace, he says, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. See, God's grace is sufficient for each and every one of us. Therefore, Paul says, whether it was I or they, so we preached and so you believe. It didn't matter where it came from, whether it was him or, or them. They preached the word of God and they preached it unto souls being changed and saved. Now if Christ is preached, and here's the here's the point, 
Now, if, if then, if Christ has preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? And this was um, a question. And I believe as I speak now, um, there are some that may uh, believe that there is no resurrection. And some um, have fallen asleep that may used to believe that. And for whatever those reasons are, only God knows. But um, this is Paul straightening it out. But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if, let me go back to that. But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And all I can say to you is, go check where they lay him. Um, and if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty. And your faith is also empty. And this is what the enemy would love to um, uh, have some of us to believe that we are just preaching in vain and, uh, you know, you don't need any faith. Uh, throw away your faith. And when you throw away your faith, you most certainly give up your hope. And I believe uh, this is where we are in the world. So many have actually thrown in the towel and have given up their hope. And when the enemy can... Uh, take you from your hope, then he uh, allows your heart to be hopeless. And um, this is where he steps in and he walks to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. He comes to steal, kill, and to destroy, especially when you throw in your hope, especially in Jesus Christ. So he says, yes, and we are found if this is to be true, that Christ has not risen, then we would be found as false witnesses because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he did not raise up if, in fact, the dead do not rise. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. And you are still in your sins. Now, I don't know what, uh, I can't read the minds of uh, people, but I can truly say that in my own belief, I believe he died. And I believe he rose on the third day. And uh, because of that, I have been redeemed from the curse. I've been redeemed uh, through the Lord Jesus Christ and forgiven and um, I won't let him go. And uh, I believe that as I continue to uh, trust him, I know that when I am absent from this body, I will be present with the Lord. And uh, what will separate me from the love of Christ? What will separate you from the love of Christ? I rather believe and trust that there is a God and that Jesus died for our sins, then to get, uh, then to die and leave here and find out that, yes, the gospel is true. I rather know and believe that it's true than to 
find out that uh, I should have believed. So I, I'm not that bad. I, I, I'll take my chances on that. Uh, then uh, Paul says, then also those who have uh, fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are all of men the most pitiable. But now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruit of those who have fallen asleep. For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of death. For as in Adam all died, we all died in Adam, even in Christ all shall be made alive. And what Adam couldn't do, God sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. But each one, but each one in his own order, Christ the first fruits, afterward, those who are Christ at his coming. See, but each one of us in our own order, Christ the first fruit, afterward, those who are in Christ at his coming. Then comes the end. And at the end of all things, we, we will see. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. And when he delivers the kingdom to God, the Father. Then he puts an end to all rule and all authority and power. It's going to be all over. When, when he comes and delivers the kingdom to God, then he'll put an end to all the rule and authority and power that... Um, that, uh, you know... Some people just don't believe that, that, that he's coming back. But like I said, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. I just had a little beep there. But anyway, the last enemy that will be destroyed is death. We're going to go back up. For he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. And all these enemies will most certainly be under his feet because he said every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. And I just thank the Lord and I'm sure some of you are thanking him that you, you made him your Lord and Savior. Uh, wherever we were in our life, um, we thank the Lord that we had a mind to say yes to his will and most certainly yes to his way. And that that last enemy that will be uh, destroyed is death. And we all uh, most certainly have appointment, but oh death, where is your sting? Because when he nailed it to the cross, he conquered it in victory. To be absent from the body is most certainly to be present with the Lord. And this is what gives us peace. For he has put all things under his feet. But when he says all things are under him, it is evident that he who puts all things under him is accepted. Wow. You are accepted when you name the name of Christ. 
So let us uh, go into our communion. Uh, go ahead and grab uh, whatever you need to grab to to uh, honor this. Um, and uh, I'll lead you. And on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body, which has been broken for you. Take and eat. And in the same manner, he took the cup. And he said, This is the blood of the new covenant. As often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. Drink ye all of it. Now let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for trading places with us. We thank you, Lord, that it's not by power nor by might, but it's by your spirit. We thank you, Lord, that as we commune, Heavenly Father, we know that there is so much uh, in the communion. And we just thank you that we have humbled ourselves to do just that. And as often as we commune, Heavenly Father, we just show forth, Heavenly Father, that because you live, we can face tomorrow. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And communion is just as simple as that. Taking the bread and blessing it and lifting up the cup and doing the, the remembrance of the blood covenant that he has given us. Nothing, um, you know, confused about, confusing, confusing about that. And um, we thank the Lord that it has been made available for us to do so. I'll send you out with C.C. Winans. It wasn't easy. And as we listen to that song, um, just remember who I am. That is the word. Remember who I am. I am Jesus Christ. Don't think for a moment I never felt the pain. You can't imagine the hurt and the shame. They put the nails through my hands, pierced my side. Please understand it wasn't easy. But it was worth it Falling in love with Jesus Falling in love with Jesus Falling in love with Jesus Was the best thing I've ever done 